Dominus vobiscum, Lectio Sancti Evangelii secundum Lucam. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard of it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. En aquel tiempo, los pastores fueron a toda prisa hacia Belén y encontraron a María, a José y al niño recostado en el pesebre. Después de verlo, contaron lo que se les había dicho de aquel niño y cuantos los oían quedaban maravillados. María, por su parte, guardaba todas estas cosas y las meditaba en su corazón. Los pastores se volvieron a sus campos alabando y glorificando a Dios por todo cuanto habían visto y oído según lo que se les había anunciado. Cumplidos los ocho días, circuncidaron al niño y le pusieron el nombre de Jesús, aquel mismo que había dicho el ángel antes de que el niño fuera concebido. Verbum Domini Please take a moment, make sure your cell phone is turned off. Apaga los teléfonos celulares, por favor. By the way, at the end of Mass, if you'd like to take pictures of the, uh, the church, you can. Just that during the Mass, it's best if the phones are off. The, um, also, um, the prayer on the cover um, of the um, readings today. At the end of Mass, this is a very traditional prayer to be said on this day. In fact, there's the possibility of gaining a plenary indulgence. Um, so you have to plan for those things. So just to let you know, at the end of Mass, we'll be, um, we'll be praying this prayer together. It's a beautiful prayer. In fact, I recommend that you take it home with you. And when you have the uh, birth of a child or um, your birthday, you say, was that Wednesday? We got together as a family. It was my father's. Um, would have been my father's 80th birthday. Whenever you have an anniversary of a death or the announcement of a birth, something special, some very good piece of news, this is a prayer. This is a prayer that is traditionally said up until 1970 when we, when we threw everything away. Right? The, uh, here's a beautiful prayer. 
It's a very powerful prayer and a very exceptional prayer. Yeah, you can pray other prayers too. This is just one that's very traditional in moments of, of uh, joy and good news, as I've mentioned. Kind of like the, uh, you know, having survived the tornadoes, right? That would be a, a, a very specific prayer to offer in such a circumstance. The, um, also want to mention that today, I just thought of this today. I've been here 12 years. Um, I just realized today is day number one of nine days leading up to the feast day of St. William. Yeah, St. William's feast day is January the 10th. So today plus nine days, or today beginning day number one, you can either do a novena um, one of two ways. Either it ends on the very day or it ends the day before the day. So uh, today can be day number one of nine days leading up to our parish feast day. En terminar eh, la Santa Misa hoy día, vamos a rezar la oración encima del buritín. Es una oración tradicional para, para ofrecer en momentos de alegría y en, en acción de gracias también. Les recomiendo que van a usarlo en la casa para rezar como familia en los momentos especiales de nacimiento, cumpleaños, uh, aniversario de muerte, aniversario de boda, pues... Uh, en los momentos especiales en acción de gracias. Um, también hoy día comienza, el, es el primer día de nueve días antes de la fiesta patronal de la iglesia de San Guillermo. Um, me gusta mucho. Y también um, les, uh, um, les, uh, les pido uh, que no van a usar su teléfono ahorita, pero después de la misa, si quieren uh, sacar fotos de la iglesia, que bueno, um, hágalo. Um, okay. From today's gospel, Mary and Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. In the name of the Father, Son of the Holy Spirit. It was at this mass one year ago today that I preached on um, what you find in the bulletin. This is not the bulletin. This is uh, this is not Sunday, so we don't have a Sunday bulletin. But every, every Sunday there's a bulletin and page 4 and 5 you find the schedule for the week. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And uh, at the end of each day, just before going on to the next day, you see 9 o'clock outdoor Bible study slash rosary procession with candles. If you want to know more about that, um, you can go to the parish website. And then you scroll down to the last three pages. They're titled A, B, and C. And you can you get the background for that. Why do we call it a Bible study? Yeah, we have a, we've, we've had a Bible study here every night for the last two and a half years. Uh, it's a, a rosary, an outdoor rosary like you find at Lourdes or at Fatima. But why do we call it a Bible study? Because that's what a rosary is. To pray the rosary is to think about this. Everything that came before it, during it, and after it. Yeah, that's what the rosary is, but a lot of people have no idea what a rosary is or how to use it. Um, but almost all, every Christian knows what a Bible study is. So we, um, we meditate on the, uh, on the Bible every night um, outside. So I was uh, promoting this. So a lady came up to me after Mass um, um, on this day a year ago, and she said, 
I made a New Year's resolution that she's going to. She said I'm going to come to the rosary the rosary procession, the Bible study every night. Well, you know what happens when when you announce a New Year's resolution? Uh, either you talk yourself out of it, or you find somebody who will. Well, she mentioned this to me, so immediately I talked her out of her New Year's resolution. The uh, well, she and her husband um, late in life they got married, so. I mentioned to her, I said, you know, why don't you save the, uh, the outdoor rosary procession for those special moments, like, you know, your wedding anniversary or your birthday or, say, someone in your family who died, things like that. I just mentioned about the Te Deum. Why don't you save the coming up here for that? Um, but the other days, just pray the rosary at home. Start it at 9 o'clock when we start and just join your prayer with our prayer here. They, they have only one vehicle. They don't live in town. And um, he's disabled, so they, they're, they've really got to watch their, their dollars. I thought this would be a good thing. Um, the, so that night, night number one of the new year, she started. She started her Bible study, her rosary procession with us. She was at home. Uh, her husband, just before she started the Bible study, the rosary at home, just before um, her husband got in the truck with two, um, two other men, and they went into Dallas on I-30. So she's at home uh, praying um, with us here, but she's at home, and um, something unusual happened. So they're on I-30, and um, I know this is hard to believe, but they were driving into Dallas on I-30, and it was raining cats and dogs. It was really coming down. I read in the paper on uh, uh, yesterday that 2015 was the soggiest year in the history of the entire universe, or something like that. Anyway, it was wet. Big deal. Wah, wah. I'm glad we have it, right? But anyway, so it was raining on January 1st last year as they're driving into Dallas, so he slowed down. Instead of 75, he was going about 40, 45. And then this car, he could see this car fast approaching in the fast lane and uh, just zoomed, was going to zoom right past him. Um, the, in that car, there was a woman. Uh, she was alone. And just as she passed their car, their truck in her car, she hit a, a patch of water, hydroplaned, and turned around and bam into the side of their um, their truck. How many people were killed? Zero. How many people were injured? Zero. You know, it's amazing. At that moment, you don't think. Um, well, I do know. His wife was home praying um, for her many intentions, but one of them was for the safety of those traveling. Um, into Dallas, the ones that she knew. And what do you know? Her prayer was answered. Um, 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 I told the people at the, who are the regulars at the, uh, um, the nightly Bible study, and about a month later, uh, she came to the 8 o'clock Mass on Sunday night. Yeah, we have an 8 o'clock Mass on Sunday night. So I asked her if she would mind pulling around to the front of the church before we started the uh, the rosary, so I could show the people, hey, this is the lady. This is the truck. Look, there's the dent. They hadn't repaired it yet. Um, and it's really something 
to encourage you. Look at the great power that you and I can tap into. And we don't even have to go through Washington. Imagine that. The, uh, the great power that you and I have right at our fingertips. And what does it involve? It means meditating on, thinking about um, everything connected with his coming into the world. Yes, that's what the rosary is. So uh, that was a year ago today. But who's counting? I, I am. I am. It's, a, it's an amazing thing, an amazing thing to witness. Um, but that uh, kind of power is something um, which you can access um, if, you, if you wish. Now, um, today is the feast of New Year's. No, no, it's not. As you can see there, right above the readings, says January 1st, Solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God. Jesus is God. Mary is his mother. Mary is the mother of Jesus. Mary is the mother of God. If you can't follow that, we got some real problems, right? Well, how can you say she's the mother of God? Oh, it's, it's so tedious. You know, remember when we learned how to color? And then we, when we, we first learned to color, and then after that we graduated to the coloring books with Connect the Dots. We really need to connect the dots uh, about... Our Lady. Um, I have a friend. I have a friend who is a priest many years. He's a great priest. And um, somebody made the mistake. They went up to him one time and said, yeah, that's the problem with you Catholics. Whenever I hear those words, I know it's going to be a great conversation. Yeah. Whenever I hear those words, usually I duck for cover. Um, the uh, Quick, under the table, under the desk, right? Yeah, that's the problem with you Catholics, he said to my friend. He said, you honor Mary too much. Faster than that, my friend shot back. That's impossible. That's impossible to honor Mary too much. I wish I had been there. I wish I'd been there. Um, that's the problem with you Catholics. You honor Mary too much. Um, this is going to sound like a joke. But it's not a joke. Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You know how many people can't put that together, can't connect the dots? Remember the um, uh, just uh, days ago we had so-and-so was the father of so-and-so and so-and-so was the father of so-and-so. Now in Catholic churches... There's the long form or the short form. The short form is the version of doing this. Holding your nose as we go through this long list of Jewish ancestors of Jesus. Friends, um, when we talk about Mary, um, we should recognize that she was a Jewish woman. Jesus was her son, is her son. Jesus is Jewish. The, the Ten Commandments, we get the Ten Commandments through the Jews. You know, one of those commandments is honor your father and your mother. So Jesus, did, he never broke the Ten Commandments. He never sinned. In fact, today, in heaven, 
Jesus is alive. Um, so is Our Lady. Okay. The, uh, uh, today, Jesus is alive in heaven. Um, Our Lady is alive in heaven. Jesus still honors his mother. Does Jesus adore her? No. 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 We don't, we don't adore her. Do we honor her? Do we love her? Do we respect her? Yes. Just as Jesus honors her and loves her and respects her. But that part about uh, so many things about the Blessed Virgin Mary, we just, we just have to recognize so many people have some very weird ideas. When you mention the Blessed Virgin Mary, the first thing some people think of is mirror, mirror on the wall. You know, that's from Snow White from Walt Disney in the 1930s, right? It's not from the Bible. It's not. Um, Jesus loves her and honors her. So if I do something that Jesus does, he did when he was on this earth, and now he's in heaven, he still honors her, can I sin? Think about the consequences of people, um, say over the last 500 years, wanting to kind of put some distance between themselves and Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mary, the mother of God. Think of Germany. You know, um, in, during Hitler's time in Germany, there were Catholic Christians and non-Catholic Christians who opposed Hitler on everything. Then there were other Catholic Christians and non-Catholic Christians who who couldn't get close enough to Hitler to be in a picture. Bishops, priests, men, women, and children. This applies to Catholic Christians, non-Catholic Christians. Do you know that Hitler, during his, his wretched time um, in charge of Germany, in the 1930s and, and in the 1940s, um, Hitler sent out a memo that in all churches in Germany, that all of the statues representing Jews had to be taken down. You know, in some churches, they took them down. Well, I guess we'd have to take this down and these down and so many of these down. There was one uh, Cardinal, um, Cardinal Fallhaber in Munich. He said, we're not, we're not taking our statues down. What are you kidding? They, um, he opposed Hitler. He opposed Hitler. Now think of it. The, um, to see Our Lady in, in such a distorted way, uh, the, to see Our Lady and to miss the fact that she's Jewish and her offspring, Jesus, is Jewish, look, look how it led so many people to look the other way when the, um, the Holocaust was occurring. So, friends, let's look. Let's begin this year. Let's begin this year doing what Mary did and still does. I have to admit, um, as a priest for many years, when I would read St. Luke's Gospel, and he would, he would give me this, this line often, and Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. Um, I just kind of went through that line just to get to the next line, because isn't that kind of a line just for women? Right? And Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. No, it's, it's not just for women. 
Um, in fact, St. Luke gives us all of this information about the birth of Jesus. Where did he, where did he find this information? Uh, Facebook? They had terrible Wi-Fi connection in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, right? Where do we get all this information about the birth of Jesus? Obviously, St. Luke spoke to the mother of Jesus. Do you know how hard it is? Do you know how hard it is to meditate upon the Bible? Just try praying the rosary. Oh yeah, that needs painting. I need to pick that up from the cleaners. Um, oh yeah, I've got to adjust that salary. Uh, oh yeah, um, I didn't answer those two emails. These are all the things that come, up, come to my mind when I'm trying to pray the rosary. Yeah, all of a sudden, this turns on. Right? And I'm thinking about everything but what's his name? Oh yeah, what's his name? Uh, if only there was someone who could help me. Take a look here, and this will be my last example. You see the uh, decorations here in the church for Christmas? We, we put them up on December 24th. We took them all down yesterday and watered them again. We put them back up. But December 24th, we, we had all the plants ready to go. And, of course, I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? Right? The, uh, the, kind of the blank look that's always on my face. Anyway, so uh, we, uh, we locked the church and we uh, started putting... So we started kind of putting this stuff up in the middle. By the way, Christmas decorations are not for you adults. Don't look. No, just kidding. Anyway, Christmas decorations are not for adults. They really aren't. They're for children. Um, because children need to be taught about Christmas. Um, people who don't use Christmas decorations, oh, you don't need this stuff. It's all extra. You know what? It is all extra. In fact, the time and money that goes into this, it's really not, not necessary for adults. We really don't need it. But for children, yes. Remember teaching your children fractions and they're not getting it, right, fractions? So you draw them a pie and you draw the line down the middle about, you know, this is half of a pie. Well, what kind of pie? Well, you can imagine as a kid how I love to hear about fractions. Can we go on about cake too? How about lasagna? The, uh, so you have to draw to teach your children if, you, if you're just going to be Mr. Theory or Miss Theory to try to teach your kids, your kids are going to be, I have no idea what they're talking about, right? So you have to use visuals. So we're putting these things up, getting ready for Christmas, getting ready for the kids, right? To, you're, you have to, to walk kids through these things. Um, and it just wasn't, um, we were just putting things. So I, I called a timeout. And I, I said, okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to start over there with Our Lady Guadalupe. We're going to put her crown there. We're going to start with Mary. And you look over there and you say, well, I don't see a crown. It must be really hard living with you, right? It must be really difficult. Well, I just see those angels up there and flowers. Yeah. Like I said, it must be really hard living with you. But fortunately... Uh, your children have a mother, and she can be reasonable. Anyway, we started over there, and what do you know? After that, it was like the rest of it just kind of like turning over dominoes. It just, when you start with Mary, she's going to lead you here every time. But maybe once in a while, she might lead you down that dark alley and just drop you there, and you're going to get mugged. 
Ah, gee. How how ridiculous. As if you and I spend all of our time, you know, somebody comes up, I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? I see you were thinking, yeah, I'm sorry, I was meditating on the Bible. Yeah, right. Right. The, uh, it, it might happen. It needs to happen a lot more. Why don't we start with Mary? She meditated on his life. Um, she um, told others about what she saw and what she witnessed and helped them to meditate. The power that you can unleash with those around you and in this world cannot be overestimated. But if you don't, you don't. And your children and other lives, which could benefit from such meditation, they go unchanged or uh, unimproved, I guess is the better, better word. Um, and Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. In the name of the Father, Son of the Holy Spirit.